0: Welcome to A Teaspoon of Healing, where we explore the pathways to wellness and vibrant living. Listen to personal stories of healing and interviews with experts. It's time to open a doorway to healing in your life through positive changes. Here is your host, Dawn Damari.
1: Hi, I'm Dawn Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. This is episode 19 of the podcast. Today's topic is Reiki, and specifically Reiki attunement, Reiki attunement is the process when you learn how to perform Reiki either on yourself or on others. Reiki Joe is back and joining us again. Joe is a Reiki master teacher and practitioner based in Phoenix, Arizona. I'm also going to chat about Reiki. I've had Reiki done and I've also been attuned to both level one and level two. So I am able to practice Reiki on other people. I'm not yet a master teacher, Joe is, so we're going to be talking about the attunement process and what it is, how you learn how to practice Reiki, and the importance of getting Reiki sessions if you are a practitioner, some general tips for practitioners, and how to deal with the skeptics in your life. There's a lot of skeptics about Reiki. So how to deal with that as a practitioner or just someone who is interested in Reiki. If you want to read my blog or listen to previous episodes of this podcast, visit teaspoonofhealing.com. And if you're an iTunes user, please subscribe to this podcast and leave me a star rating and a review. I'd really appreciate it.
0: This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.
1: And before we get into our interview, let's hear from one of our sponsors, Golf Tours.
2: Hi, this is Goff, owner of Goff Tours, specializing in stand-up paddleboarding or surfing lessons. I even do snorkeling. You can reach me here. Orange County has what you're looking for. You can contact me via email at gofftours at gmail.com or mobile number is 949-338-5937,
1: Hi, I'm Don Damari, and you're listening to A Teaspoon of Healing. Well, today, Reiki Joe is back. Hi, Joe. Hey, Don. How are you today? I'm good. How are you?
2: Awesome. Thank you for having me again.
1: Thank you for coming back and joining me on A Teaspoon of Healing. So Joe is a Reiki master teacher and practitioner, and the listeners probably don't know this, but I'm actually a level two Reiki, so I can practice. So a Reiki master is one level above that. And Joe has been a Reiki practitioner for about a year.
2: Yeah, not even a year, believe okay. that or not. I was just thinking about that today. Oh, wow. Yeah, today uh, well, is an anniversary of a day when my escape, if you will, my exit plan from the corporate environment. It was today? took place i i didn't even know what reiki was yeah it was this day i took a picture of myself i'm not a selfie guy believe that or not unless you look at my instagram now you're, you're starting to see them <laughs> which is funny but i took a selfie of myself in heart-shaped glasses and i had a breakthrough i went to one of those float spa tank things and i was just so mellowed out and i was just gonna go with the flow i took a mental health day and just didn't do anything just did whatever came and uh It came to me that I didn't have to do what I was doing because I was so unhappy, I guess. And um, Reiki was a part of that. Didn't even know what Reiki was. But this is how amazing it is. And we're going to talk about it. It's so cool. And it is truly a great tool that you can use in your life. And we're going to talk about that. And congratulations, Don, on your level two, taking it to that next level. I'm excited to see how it goes for you because I know you're maybe a little bit not sure that, oh, how can I do this to somebody or how is it going to be? Are they going to feel it is a probably number one thing, <laughs> you know, I can't wait to see what this, that part of you does. It's going to be so cool.
1: Awesome. I guess I'll share my experience In level two. I was, it was recently and I was attuned. I they call it attuned for level one and level two, but then there was, there was also a class. The instructor handed out materials a little bit more about the history and level one you learn how to reiki yourself to to do self-healing and level two you can practice on others as well as you know again on yourself and distance reiki so we learned a lot about that it was a few hours and it was really interesting it went by really fast but i did notice later that day i was I felt good, but I was very fatigued. And the next day, too, I was fatigued for a couple of days after receiving the attunement. Is that normal?
2: Yeah, absolutely. You're experiencing a vibrational shift for the higher good, which is positive. But you're you're releasing energies that no longer serve you so that you're able to channel in this new positive loving energy at the highest vibrational frequency possible for yourself. Ultimately, that goes to others and yes that's absolutely normal some people experience it stronger than others but it's pretty subtle and it's a matter of self-care uh eating good foods drinking water just as if you had a massage a lot of people experience very similar things after a massage and that's just the negative energy which is real leaving exiting in the form of you know, detoxification or however you want to call it. So that is a feeling that you definitely do experience. Absolutely. Don, you mentioned, you know, level one, now level two and the whole self healing part. How was your experience from being uh, attuned with the level one and having those moments where you had to maybe work on the self healing or what did you experience in level one?
1: So in level one, that's when you attune me through distance. Level two, I did it locally and in person. So yeah, with level one, I didn't feel as fatigued afterwards, but I did feel a little bit. So the self-healing, first of all, you go into kind of a but you go into a sort of meditative state and call on your guides or God, the universe, whatever you believe in, or you just bring in healing energy and get into that mode where you say, okay, the Reiki is here, or the healing energy, and you can put your hands on whatever part of your body needs healing and meditate on that. And I did do that. Problem was, is that I didn't do it enough. And then I felt like I lost it. And I asked the Reiki practitioner, her name is Carrie from Mystic Reiki in Laguna Beach. I asked her if that was normal. And she said, yes. And you've told me this as well before. It's like a muscle. And if you don't work it out regularly, it's going to get weaker. So it's something that you need to do. On a regular basis. Yes.
2: Okay. Yes. You'll never lose the Reiki. Once attuned, you will have Reiki for life, which is really cool. Anyways, I'm sorry. Keep going. I love it.
1: So for level two, I did try actually with my daughter, but she ran away. She's like, this is crazy. Can we back up to level one real fast? Yeah. Level one. Like I said, that was mostly for self and I did do it. I just, I think I didn't do it enough and I had some down days and you know what? I didn't. I
2: remember that. I
1: should have just done that. And of course- I didn't, but I guess In I s- should have just grounded myself. And so any advice for people out there who are level one Reiki, if you're feeling emotional or if you're getting negative energies, or if you're perceiving things to be negative, maybe take a moment, stop and do the self reikiing. And I suppose even if you if you don't do Reiki, you could just meditate or see a Reiki practitioner. And I guess I wanted to ask you something, Joe. Yeah. You are a again, a Reiki master, which is a level above level two and three, but you recently had Reiki done by another practitioner. So is it important if you are a Reiki practitioner to still get Reiki sessions by another practitioner?
2: Yes, absolutely. Especially when um, you're doing energy work, you're really connecting with people on deep levels. And that's a big part of what we do. And that's how we're able to connect and know which energies to focus on and channel to and move, which chakras to work, etc. So that is a big part of what we do is self-care and that can be massage, it can be yoga, it can be an art of some sort, it can be anything. Meditation is very important and I, that's a reminder for me, I struggle with that. I need to do that. It is so good. Um, very important for me. And Reiki, that is something I need to implement in my self-care program because I pick up some junk. You know what I'm saying? It's real. The, the, the funk is out there. It'll find ways to attach to your field. And I need my field to be in a prime playing condition for my clients. That's very important. And part of that is protecting myself from people, places, situations. And that's nothing personal. That's on me. And self Reiki is a good tool, you know, thinking back to, I know you had that little roller coaster there where you maybe thought you lost it. And I'm glad you found it because you never lost it and you just turned it on and worked it and then hats off to you because you're going to get to pass that. And we're talking about it right now because maybe some people out there have been attuned and they feel they don't have it. You have it. Trust it. Believe it. Work with it. It's it's you. So yeah, I went and I, I finally have had a full Reiki session. I first got attuned last July and, and during training, as you know, Don, you practice a little bit. So you feel it a little bit. Cool. Cool. All right. All right. Whatever. But at that point in my life, I was so sky high from my awakening and my experience with energy prior to even knowing what Reiki was. I was just like, are you done? You know? You know, the practice session in class. I'm ready. Let's go. All right. Next, you know, come on. Because I just wanted to share it so bad all the time. And I've been sharing and sharing and sharing, but haven't been receiving it in its purest form, allowing it in. It's usually me sending it. I get it back in return. Like Reiki works both ways. It's beautiful to love, right? So I get so much out of each session. It's really cool. But I also need to still filter myself. So I I got this session. I met Stephanie. Her name's Stephanie. I don't have her card with me. She's with Soul Wellness in Tempe, if anybody local here is listening here. I was in um, a medical certification for medical Reiki master. So we can go into operating rooms and medical facilities as long as the doctors are cool with it. We've been trained to work in those environments and learn a couple of new tricks from Raven Keys. Check her out. She's amazing and she's an incredible healer and she's helped taking this Reiki around the world with us. So so I met Stephanie there and I, we had a good connection. There's a group of 10 to 12 of us and she, of course, was local and I just, I've just always had her card on my desk since then, meaning to, and this was, uh, I think, in February, it took that long to get there. I had a uh, a share last summer right after I started with somebody and I was a newbie and I was scared as heck because I didn't know if it was going to work and I knew this lady had done it for years and was very dialed in, but rest assured it works. So there's another little boost for you Reiki ones out there and twos that aren't sure if it's going to work. It works. Believe it and let it flow. Really. It's crazy. I know. Right. But yeah, so I get this Reiki. I'm still (laughs) trying to get to the whole Reiki session. I'm sorry.
1: (laughs) So it's really important for those who attune to still get Reiki by somebody else, right? Absolutely.
2: It's a two-way street. It really is. And it's so good. There aren't many practices out there that can get in those places you don't get to. I'm sorry. Going to the gym, pumping iron is not going to get those places within you energetically that need love and they're not gonna get it in in other avenues reiki does it it gets there it's hard to explain i'm not here to explain it i'm a master of nothing a student of it it masters me so i go get the session i'm putty on the table she wanted me to receive first and wanted to receive second which was great because i was so overdue and ready for this the lights were even i think they were on in her room which were fine and I felt like one of my clients so that happens all the time. It's like they come walking in, like they don't even want to talk to her. Look, just get me on the table, Joe, you know, and their arms are up. And that was me. <laughs> it was great. And I just went, I don't know where I went. I, one time I felt, you know, my body jolt a few places, which were shifts. Uh, if I recall, a lot of it was in my middle chakras. I felt found myself like making that sound out of the corner of my mouth at one point she did the whole session I was on my back the whole time for one hour it felt like 20 minutes I wasn't asleep I wasn't awake I don't know how to define the experience other than it was freaking awesome and I can't wait to do it again it's hard to explain a lot lighter a lot freer just better like wow and then when i went back my first reiki session uh was with a client a day or two after it flew in you know it was another level again and it's like how strong does this thing go (laughs) you know granted that this is what i do for a living so it was awesome try it just experience it it can be anybody allow them to find you it'll come up in conversation ask around Call these people, go to their wherever they do the Reiki, and you'll know who is there to help you on that part of your journey. And trust it, enjoy it, and pass the light because that's truly what it is. Keep it going. Eventually, incorporate as a tool, everyday self-care. You can have it. Go find a teacher by you. Or learn about it, I guess. If you want your life to be a little bit better, it's an easy way to do it.
1: Now, in level two, there is something where you can scan someone's body with your hands over the body and find the areas. If you don't know exactly what area to focus on and it has heat or cold there. Yeah.
2: Did you do that distantly?
1: A little bit. It was really fascinating. So what I'm wondering though is... What do you do when there's somebody who's skeptical? Whether it's someone in your life, of course, there's a lot of skeptics, which is fine. Again, I was really skeptical about this. What do you tell people who are skeptical and they just think it's totally hocus pocus? Obviously, you can't give away the the symbols. You can't give away some of the those things that are a secret for a reason, only given in attunements. What can you give them besides the history? What what can you give them Love. or have them experience? You give it. them reiki. Yeah.
2: You give them Reiki. It's a, look, I get it. It's
1: weird. To somebody new uh, to this, well, they think. I still do. Yeah, I guess honestly. you're right. I was thinking and about the other day. I was like, yeah, you're right. I guess just to like a lay person, this would be.
2: I navigate two worlds with it. You know, mm-hmm. that's truly it. And it gets tricky. So when I'm in my human man, daddy, husband, now mm-hmm. I'm doing, I'm um, what? Um, I got my hands on somebody's torso and, I'm. Um, what's going on? I I have those, but I understand it from the spiritual side and what it is, the energetic of that world. And that is beautiful. I get it. Uh, The questions, the skeptics.
1: Just have them experience it, maybe?
2: Usually it's, have you experienced it? Typically, no. And if they did, it was a bad experience. If they haven't, I just say, I get it. I was there. Consider trying it. You know, I was a corporate guy. I called bullshit on anything that wasn't real, you know.
1: For people who don't know, Joe was a fraud investigator. So, and that's definitely an interesting transition because some people are going to say out there, and I don't mean to insult anybody into Reiki, they'll say, oh, this Reiki is a fraud. I've heard people say this. Okay, so going from a fraud investigator to a Reiki practitioner, how do you respond to that? I, I left a safe career, you could say,
2: with pension, all this stuff for, you know, the magic the phony stuff, simply not true. And that's okay. And you're entitled to that. And that's fine. I get that because I've felt and thought things about things that I didn't experience too. I know that because that used to be me close minded and judgmental. And without experience that is, you know, I just Reiki him. I let the Reiki do it. And the, if it tells me turn off or push back or not, I, I don't, some guys brought up God and everything else, but it concluded with God is, is all, you know, it is, you know, and we agree on that.
1: Well, and can't you use, if you are a Christian, because there's Christians out there and there is a website, I have to find it, I'll post it on my actual website and it's Reiki for Christians, I think it is, .org, and there are Christians and Catholics who do Reiki, actually the person who, did my level two, she comes from a Catholic background and her son is in Catholic school. I'm finding, at least around where I live, that there are people who are religious who are super into Reiki. They, when they instead of when they call on their guides or when they start the Reiki, they think about channeling God energy. So they do use the word God. So I guess that's something that you could tell someone who is Christian they think this is satanic or whatever they're going to say. You can say actually it's the opposite.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Uh, or I encourage them go check it out and try it. And whether it's me, they they may come back to me. Cool, and if it's somebody else, cool because it came into their life for a reason. I'll mm-hmm. tell you that because you just don't reiki, right? I mean, right? Like you just right. don't. It finds you, and if it keeps popping up, you should go get a session, really, <laughs> or call exactly. call Don or I. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um,
1: so and I talk can, more about it. can do it, it
2: now. <laughs> yeah, or you can email me or. Text me, call me, get in touch with me if you have questions, right? And go try it. It's a a super experience and people are like, wow. And it's nothing you don't know about you. It brings stuff forward for you that are important for you to maybe devote more energy to versus what you're not, probably not better served devoting your energy to. You'll see it. It's nothing magical about that, but you'll feel it and it's love. And it's, it's fricking cool. Your soul's cranked up and your body's that vessel to take your light to where it's needed. And all you have to do is enjoy the ride because it's you. That's why I get so excited for everybody.
1: And here's another question. Yeah. Before we sign off. How do you turn that off when you need to? Because there's some situations where you go into that you really just need to be back down at everyone's level. Not a negative way. Like again, keep up your boundaries. How do you turn that off?
2: Yeah, you can close it do down. Okay. Yeah, well, it depends on the situation. I like to keep it all on and let it flow mm-hmm. um, and allow it just to do what it needs to do. I, I try to get out of the way of it. And
0: mm-hmm.
2: that's thinking too much, you know what I mean? And, right. But there are times I have to shut it down. I am around people that I literally can close my heart chakra on like demand. And it's amazing how quickly people, they don't even understand it from how we're speaking here, but they will contact me in some way. If, yeah, I've only done it within the uh, presence and within a, a room or a property. Now I know how this works on deep levels, the connections we keep with people. It's almost like we keep tabs, literally. when you say, "keeping," I'm keeping tab on you they're keeping tabs on you. They're tabbed up to you, seriously. But you can't let them pop that tab. That's fine. That's part of being connected. And you'll find that with family and the people we're closer to, co-workers in life. You have tabs, don't let them pop them. And sometimes that means just closing it up a little. I do it just to see how, you know, I'm learning this energy thing as I go and experiment with it in a loving way. It's just, it's not like I do it to harm anyone, but I do it to see how it, it can adjust an area, uh, if you will, a room. You talk about protecting. I find it's better when I keep it on. Let's put it that way. And so if you can bring light anywhere, bring it because okay, it's so needed. Maybe
1: just leave it on then. Um, yeah. To a lesser unless, level.
2: Yeah. But, but if you feel like you got to shut it down, don't fight that. You're learning to trust your connection with self right now, this newfound connection, because you didn't have that before you got attuned and opened up to all the energies that you are, which is this, you see, and feel. We don't think of that. We're not taught that. But it is. And it's cool. And it's like, you know, this is new dope version of you emerging. It's true. and But you feel it this time because it's really emerging. It's coming up. And it's been buried under thoughts, ideas, patterns, emotions, conditions, rules, regulations. <laughs> so, right. That's true. I just went crazy on that.
1: Woo. Yes, it's been fun. And we'll talk more about this on a future episode. So thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Ricky Joe. And you can contact him at, uh, at Higher Vibrations. And what is your website?
2: Yeah, it's HuggyRoots.com or Higher Vibrations, which is hyrvibrations.com. text or email, uh, anything, rootsug at gmail.com. You can find me anyway, you know what I'm saying? And it's cool, whenever and however.
1: (laughs) No, thank you very much, Joe, for joining me on A Teaspoon of Healing, and we'll be talking to you again soon.
2: Awesome, thank you.
1: Thank you for listening to this episode of A Teaspoon of Healing. If you have any questions for me or for Joe, visit my website, teaspoonofhealing.com. Click on contact, fill out the form, and one of us will get back to you. While you're at the site, you can read my blog, download transcripts or show notes, listen to previous episodes, and you can also find me on Instagram at teaspoonofhealing or at Facebook, facebook.com slash teaspoonofhealing. If you're an iTunes user, Please subscribe to this podcast. And if you have subscribed, please leave me a star rating and a review. I'd really appreciate it. Have a great week.
0: Thank you for listening to A Teaspoon of Healing with Dawn Damari, your home for wellness and vibrant living. For more resources on wellness and vibrant living, visit us online at teaspoonofhealing.com. This podcast is for informational purposes only and does not constitute medical advice. Please consult a physician or other health professional before undertaking changes in lifestyle or wellness habits. The author claims no responsibility to any person or entity for any liability, loss, or damage caused or alleged to be caused directly or indirectly as a result of the use, application, or interpretation of the information presented herein.